Welcome to Soul Food Sunday. This is where you will unlearn how to defeat those nasty thoughts, how to conquer your mind, figure out how to take advantage of your zone of genius, and how to navigate in your blind spots. Ultimately, how to succeed at being you with thinking just a bit better. So I'm your host, Korea. Rhea, if you love me, let's go ahead and let's grow. guys welcome back to soul food sunday and it's me korea your host your favorite girl um ria if you love me and i have somebody very special today um go ahead and introduce yourself let them know who you are what you do and all that great stuff well hey everybody my name is Maya simone i am a multimedia personality currently i am on air at streets 945 um i host a segment called the 94 second scoop where I am pretty much giving you updates on anything, on all things entertainment. And um, I love I love what I do. I believe in doing what you love and love loving what you do. And I've been doing that for about six years now. Okay, awesome. Um, let me ask you, when did you know that you wanted to go into communications? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I get that all the time, but it's, for some reason, I answer it differently every single time. Um, mainly... It's something that I always had inside of me. I always mm-hmm. knew that. I was like the little girl leading my classrooms, getting up, doing book reports, and telling the whole story, and not shy, and, right. and making you feel like you were actually in that book. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a talent that I've always had. But I was I was an athlete, so I was playing basketball, you know, uh, okay. soccer, running track. I was doing a lot of, um, you know, I was just doing a lot of different things in sports, and mm-hmm. so. I ended up going off to college to study a sports, med- uh, sports medicine, or I started out in health and physical education, and that's where I wanted to take my journey after tearing my ACL um, my senior year of high school. Okay. It was a little hard to recover from it, even though I did play two years of college ball, I just couldn't take the pain anymore, right. and so I was like, what is something that I could fall back on, and so I ended up um, transferring to Georgia State. I was like, I'm going to do communications. I know I could do this. Um, if I can be a sports reporter, that's what that, that way I can have the best of both worlds, sports and, you know, entertainment. And so uh, that's kind of pretty much how it started. Okay, cool. Um, all right. So about that ACL thing, right? So, <laughs> so one of, one of, when I was looking at your assessment, one of um, something that um, how you show up in the world is easily is how you interact with people. Like people are naturally drawn to you. Um, but when you have something like that happen, right, um, what does resiliency look like and how has like that benefited you? Wow. Um, well, I'm definitely resilient. Uh, I just lost a friend an hour ago. And I just saw that. I'm sorry to hear that. Has, and, and thank you so much. Um, I That word just really stuck with me just now because, you know, that's one thing that she just mentioned or what she mentioned in the DMs and I was able to go back and look at our conversations mm-hmm. and she told me that I was resilient and she mm-hmm. saw it from a media standpoint. She saw it from my career standpoint. But mm-hmm. one thing about me, I've always been resilient, even in sports, in school. Uh, I lost my father uh, due to a battle of colon cancer. I was resilient in that situation. So mm-hmm. to me, it just means that No, life is going to throw all types of curveballs and obstacles, you know, your way. And there's two types of people. There are two, there, the the, uh, one type will become a hermit, a hermit crab and just kind of hide. And then next thing you know, five years has gone by and you're like, wow, what have I done with my life? I've been mourning. I've been, 
down on myself. But me, I put that extra effort into, okay, this is going on. Let's put all this hurt and pain into something. Let's mm -hmm. redirect this energy into something. And so mm -hmm. that's where that resilience comes from. I, I know how to take that pain and turn it into fire. Wow, that's, that's beautiful. Um, when did your, what would you, what would you say like your biggest aha moment though? Cause even as you're, you're, you're going from um, high school to college, then you tear, tear your ACL. Um, did your father pass after that? Is, or was that father, My father was actually waiting on me out, out of surgery, you wow. know? Yeah, so that was one of the last moments that he saw. Um, mm -hmm. He was sick, mm -hmm. he did have cancer. He had already lost all his weight. He began, mm -hmm. began to look sunken in um, mm -hmm. and sickly, but he still went to that surgery with me. And, and when I woke up, I saw tears in his eyes and that mm -hmm. hurt me. You know, because he didn't want me to ever tear my ACL. He wanted me to just go as far as I could. And, right. you know, see that your daughter is suffering through pain and can't move her knee. And she doesn't know if she's going to be able to play again. That's something that, um, you know, he couldn't stand to see. And, and he didn't say much. But I knew, um, I knew that he, he felt. Um, so transitioning from there and, like, healing, mourning, all of that, when was your biggest like aha moment and say, okay, this is what I this is what I need to do. This is how I need to pivot. Um, in regards to um, um, going into communications, going into communications, I would say, <laughs> to be honest with you, mm -hmm. it was this is and and I could tell you this. Um, I was in a relationship at the time. Okay, I was in school at uh, Georgia College of State University, so that's in Middle Georgia. Okay. And, and, boyfriend in Atlanta which is where I'm from okay. so I went to school and he was still at home mm. um, he decided to do a junior college there and he was running around with all these little girls and stuff <laughs> and that was really like okay I'm down here number one I don't have many friends um it's kind of hard to because I transferred a lot so yeah. okay. it was like every year I had to meet a new set of people Mm. And, uh, so down there, they kind of didn't, it was a different type of crowd of people in that school. And I'm usually, you know, I was homecoming queen, uh, class president, runner up. I was all types of things, you know, always involved. But for some reason, when I got down there, it just didn't feel right. And so mm. a combination of feeling lonely and not welcome down there, mm. a combination of wondering what he was doing. <laughs> I was just like, you know what, I'm going to go and chase this dream or it's it just doesn't feel right this is the okay. aha moment i need to go back to atlanta mm -hmm. and figure out what it is that i really love mm -hmm. and i could just thank those two factors for getting me you know the jump start on my career uh which i which i have today wow um that's that that's that's real <laughs> right <laughs> um one of your uh, motivators is individualism so you love to stand out um um, you're driven by that, right? How has that helped you in your career, even with building relationships? Because you are like in a relationship building industry. <laughs> yes. Um, well, number one, I just want to know before I answer a question, how are you able to tell that individualism is important to me? How are you able to? From the assessment. From Oh, right. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> Okay, okay. So yes, I think that it's I'm like wait, lady, you're doing a little bit too much. <laughs> yeah, no, I was like, okay, that was a really good question. Um 
Yeah, no, I think it's important to stand out. It's important to create your own lane and be your own individual because everybody right now, the world, we're in a social media world. Everything is trendy. If somebody does, if one person does a silhouette challenge, you're going to see a million more. If someone does June bug challenge, you're going to see a million more. But I think you should be the person creating that challenge. You know, you should be able to one where everybody else can follow suit and you can make, you can make that impact. So it's nothing wrong with the challenges, but I think that I would like to be on the end of it of, Hey, I created this. Let me get the money, the publicity, anything that comes with it. You know, I'm just all about building. And so I think that's, uh, kind of how I think and where that comes from. Okay. And how has it helped you in regards to building relationships? Because a lot of times when you're so different, sometimes that repels other people. For some reason, it's different. It's like a magnet to me. Mm. Um, People, I guess when I walk in a room, and Mm -hmm. if I see someone or if I feel, I'm an energy person. So if I feel that somebody may be a little awkward or maybe looking around or kind of came by themselves, but they don't know how to network, I can feel that. I will gravitate to them. Hey, what's your name? What do you do? You know, you just standing over here looking all pretty, you know, right. like that's me. I'm I'm that person and then now that person has a new friend and a new connection and then I can introduce that person to someone else and then boom, they have relationships. And so that's what how I've been able to build, you know, over time. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. So you're like the the person that meets no strangers. Yes. <laughs> exactly. No strangers. No strangers. Um, what is one thing that you wish people knew about you but really don't don't know? One thing that I wish people knew about me. Hmm. I would say in regards to people see me as this resilient fighter, so career driven. Um, I want people to know that I really enjoy staying in my bed every day. Like I love, <laughs> <laughs> I love to sleep. I love to be lazy. <laughs> it doesn't come off that way, but I promise you that is me. Like if I can, pan, the pandemic has been the greatest thing to happen to me because when events got shut down and I didn't have any work or right. anything to host and I was able to just gain 20 pounds right. every day, that's, that's where I felt happiest. You know, like honestly, I just, I just love that time to myself mm-hmm. to just relax. Okay. So you are multifaceted. Would you consider yourself multifaceted, right? Yes. Um, did you ever have to give yourself permission to be multifaceted? Or do you feel like, um, you know, it was just like, this is just who I am? And um, Honestly, it is who I am. I, okay, because I'm a Gemini. I don't know if you believe in horoscope, but we kind of, we get tired of, one thing we bounce we bounce the different things so once i feel like i've mastered one thing mm-hmm. then i add it's like juggling so okay. once i've juggled two balls i add a third one after okay. the third one i've added i add another one and so that's just how it is i i feel like once i get the hang of something i don't ever want to be bored and so that's where multi, being multifaceted comes from because mm-hmm. i just never get tired i mean well i never want to get tired of anything right. that i'm doing I'm not that person that can have a job for 20 years and say, I've been here every single day. I've only missed one day of work and I come in at nine, I leave at five. I haven't taken any vacations. That's not me. I would drive, it would drive myself crazy, you know? (laughs) Um, What about personal development? How do you, um, what, what is like one thing that you find yourself working on this year for 2020? I know 2020 was like, it kind of, 
threw us all off um, a little bit. But 2021, what is one thing that you're working on this year to help improve uh, my Asia? Well, honestly, this is the year prior to 2021. Mm -hmm. um, I've been a planner. I write down January to February. Mm -hmm. This is how it's going to be. This is my vision board. This is exactly what I want. And I try to follow it and I try to control everything. This year, right. I did do a vision board and I actually have a vision board challenge that I put on my um, a vision board checklist that I put on my YouTube and that I promote. Um, but me personally, I am just sitting back and letting God work. So I don't know what he has in store for me, but I'm not putting stipulations on anything. It's We're in a different time where people are losing their lives. It's, it's not as safe to be outside and... Um, so it's not to me, I don't know which direction the world is going. So I don't want to put so much energy and hard work into something and then the world shuts down or something else happens. So I think this year is just all about whatever comes your way, mm -hmm. receive it, accept it, dominate it, um, and use it to your advantage. But right now I just really just want to sit back and, and see what God has in store for me. Awesome. 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 Um, can women have it all? Can women have it all? Um, that is a good question. <laughs> because I think that, I think that anybody can have it all, but it wouldn't be as good or it wouldn't be worth it or it wouldn't be as valuable if you didn't have anybody else to either share it with or grow it with or build it with. Um, I believe in being that dominant, strong woman but when a man walks into my life, I'm able to t play that submissive role, take that back seat, let him lead, you know, if he can lead. Because some of these guys, I don't know what's going on. Some of these men, going on? <laughs> yeah, but ideally, <laughs> ideally, I would love for, you know, a, a, a man to lead and I follow suit. So I do believe women can have it all, but it's even better when you have somebody with you. I agree. What has been like, um, you're pretty fearless, right? But yes. what is what is one thing that, that has been like one of your biggest fears um, that you feel like that you conquered um, or maybe something that you still might kind of like, you know, deal with today? Um, one of my biggest fears, honestly, I don't, I, I, because I'm such a fearless person, it's so hard. Like, I don't even think I have a, a fear or something that I fear. I've learned that if, a, like, for example, I had to go through certain things to become fearless. So like, mm -hmm. if a big opportunity comes my way and it's an audition and I bomb the audition, mm -hmm. that means it wasn't meant for me to be in that spot. But perspective, perspective. Yes. Okay. Um, perspective is so, so with me having that perspective, mm -hmm. I just feel like I've learned that's the only thing that I used to fear is that, oh my God, there's going to be something that comes my way and I'm going to completely mess it up. Mm. But now I don't even think like that anymore because I've learned that when one door closes, a bigger one opens. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I couldn't even give you like a real thing that I'm, that I fear. Well, I moment. think that was perfect because it, um, because the reason, one of the um, reasons why I asked that, because a lot of times if you're thinking about um, someone is in the industry of, whether um, entrepreneurship, right? Mm -hmm. There are a lot of times there are fears and people have fears or they get stuck in a particular place. Mm -hmm. And if 
they are unable to have a particular perspective of, yo, this is not, it's just not for me. Or right. if I bomb this, then what are my learning lessons from this? Um, so I think that is very good to help someone who may be experiencing with fear um, to help and shift their perspective um, right. on uh, how to change that. Um, when is one time that you said yes, that you, um, that really just gave you an ultimate level of freedom? Said yes, and it gave me an ultimate level of freedom. Hmm. That is all for me just looking at your, like, when. (laughs) You know what? You know what? Now that I think about it, Mm -hmm. I said yes to not working a nine to five. Mm. When I said that, everything opened. Everything. I said, I'm not going to work a nine to five and I'm just going to start my own brand. Mm. And I called it, I was, it was a media, I wanted to start my own media platform. It was called My Asia Simone Live. Mm-hmm. But then I say, no, you know what? I want to make it to where other people can come in and work, you know, under the brand. And I wanted to make it an umbrella. So I named it MSL Media. Mm-hmm. So it's still my agent Simone Live, but I just abbreviated it and put media behind it. Mm-hmm. And I've I've gotten so many different interviews with people. I've been able to, um, people invite me to different events. Mm-hmm. Um, I've received a lot of respect from celebrities and people who are, you know, really out here, like I was doing the independent thing before the pandemic, before people started doing podcasts and mm-hmm. before podcasts really took over, mm-hmm. I was building something myself beforehand. So I think that was one of the best things that I, best decisions, the best yeses that I've ever had was I'm going to walk away from this and mm-hmm. see what happens. And I mean, I literally just got employed. Um, I, my first, I started my first day at Streets 945 this Monday, this week. Oh, and wow. day one, Day one was impeccable. It was amazing. But now I have to get back used to, oh, my God, I got to hurry up and be here at this time. I have to, if I'm late, I'm in trouble. I need to make sure I have this. this. Now everything's back on the schedule when before I was able to move on my own. So, but this is all for a greater cause. And so this is the reason why I went back. But I think it was maybe, maybe four years since I've actually, or three years since I've worked an actual job. Okay. Wow. Um, what has been your uh, best interview so far? Or who, who's been like um, someone like that you knew like, oh, I want to interview this person and you were able to get it? Or somebody maybe even still that you really just want to interview and, um, you know, get to know on a different level? Well, I would always tell everybody my Spike Lee story. Um, mm-hmm. Spike Lee has always been known for sitting courtside at the games in the same seat for years. Of, right. He's released some very good movies. Um, He's created history, you know, with his films. And, yeah, he has he has a good uh, a good Rolodex of people. Like he's very connected. He's a person that um, I wouldn't say inspired my particular path, but he's somebody that I could respect in in his craft and what he does. And um, I was at the what was it the it was an honors it was uh, the trumpet awards mm-hmm. back in was no it was the triumph awards triumph awards back in 2016 and he was walking down the red carpet and this is my favorite interview because at the time my media outlet was put at the end of the red carpet so by the time all the celebrities get to the end of the carpet they don't want to answer any more questions they're not trying to engage they're just ready to go in and sit down and enjoy the ceremony right so by the time it got to me he was kind of stale-faced the whole time he was walking down the carpet he wasn't really having fun anyway but (laughs) i just asked him 
I said, so is there any luck with us getting Jesus Shuttleworth to the Knicks? And, you know, I was just basically talking about, can we get Rayala to come to New York? Right. His face lit up. And he was like, man, we need to get Jesus to the garden. We need to get him there. <laughs> and he was going on and on. And all the lights and all the cameras just flashed his way. So all the outlets were still trying to yeah. get the, like, they were trying to get my interview and my footage because that was the best reaction that they got out of that, that red carpet. So right. I would say until till this day, um, that was my favorite interview. Wow. Um, there's no one in particular right now that I could say, I have to get this interview that I'm going to fight for because I feel like it's going to come in due time. Mm. Um, one day I will be able to interview the Beyonce's and the Rihanna's and the, um, you know, Oprah's and Ellen's. One day I will be able to do that. But for right now, I'm just taking my steps until I get there. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, let's see. Reading your Twitter, um, it seems like you pride yourself on saying how you feel, like you're very straightforward, right? <laughs> oh, God, um, you stuck my Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I found your Twitter, right? So um, how, how uh, do you, I think we kind of touched on this a little bit already, but because you're such a high eye, and the eye is how you interact with people um, and share your opinions, right? Mm -hmm. um, being so open and honest, um and straightforward like how has that just helped you in regards to navigating um you know your career and your relationships with others well honestly it's a thing where i'm straightforward mm -hmm. i think it's helped people respect me more and gravitate towards me or they become inspired by some of the things that i say because i am so straightforward mm -hmm. but at the same time i don't really know what's being said when I'm not in their presence, you know? And I always wonder what that would be or how people, I know some people say resilient and some people say hardworking and ambitious and inspirational, but what are the real thoughts that people have about things that I may say or how I may feel my way of thinking? And I even know, like, I even think about when it comes to guys, you know, how they look at it. Does it intimidate them? Because there was a couple of guys who told me that they're intimidated by me and they just, you know, they said that. And I'm like, why? You know, like, if you just got to know me, you will understand where I come from. But right. it, I don't know if it's a gift or a curse. You know, I'm not sure. Mm. Um, definitely a gift, I would say. Okay. Um, the, the, I think the, the hard part is worrying about what other people think. So sometimes it can stop you from pursuing, right? Right, right. Um, and so, um, and then your high trust factor. So the fact that you, you trust so easily. Um, and then, um, but the, the beautiful thing though, when it comes to your altruistic, your altruistic, um, your motivator is that though you, you're not going to go completely out of your way to just help people. You are willing to help people that are willing to help themselves. Yes. Right. So, um, it, it puts you in a good situation that, you know, I'm just because I do want to interact with people and I do love to interact with people. I'm not about to, um, uh, basically, um, betray myself for, for, for a relationship. You got that from the assessment too, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, cause that's, that's really good. I don't know if you just, if have a superpower or you just really know how to study assessments. It's but it's, it's, it's not a superpower. It's a gift. It's a and gift. The, and the assessment helps with the gift. Yes. Well, <laughs> that's a great gift to have um, because it weeds out all of the fluff and the BS. And 
um, I think that that's very important to me. There's, it's like, if you give somebody a million, like if I had $50 million and I decided there's this person in my family, I want to give them a million dollars. But if I see them not working towards anything, or I don't think that my money is going to be invested properly, then I'm just going to keep it and they can keep nickel and diamond gas money and food or whatever they need. But you know, to get that million, I have to at least see a little bit of how I think, or, you know, just any, uh, you have to push yourself, you know, to be the person you can be. And I feel like if I had to work hard, I'm not saying that anybody has to work as hard as me, but I got to see some type of effort. And so I'm definitely, I definitely do that. I wouldn't just say, give somebody my last and then like if they say oh I have to pay rent and then I give them the last and they go spend they go shopping at the mall right I feel defeated you know so I'm I'm very cautious about that and I and I watch who I keep around me and how much I give out Mm. do you feel like that's helped you in regards to like being careful like the type of people that you keep around you um yes definitely um I have a really small circle it's it's super it's so small that sometimes (laughs) Sometimes I have those nights when they're either booed up or they got something else going on. I'm sitting there like twiddling my thumbs, like who can I call? Like, you know, like okay. it's small. <laughs> but I don't go through nearly as much as what people go through. Like when they call me, like, oh, this person did this and that person did this, and I'm like, well, why did you even let them get, you know, that much access to you? So, um, I definitely avoid because I don't like confrontation, um, but I will confront you. Yeah, I will. I will confront you, if, but I have to build up. I yeah. have to build up, and so in order to me to even like, in order for me to even avoid having to deal with any type of confrontation, mm-hmm. I will just make sure that I keep feed you with a long handled spoon mm-hmm. uh, before I let you get too close. Right, that makes sense. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I have one last question. Okay, I ask everybody because it is Soul Food Sunday. So we got to figure out what is your favorite meal? Like, what's your favorite soul food? What would what, be eating? If you was to come to my house, because I cook, right? So okay. we'll be like, Korea, I need you to make this meal. Like, Oh, so my top two, I'll give you top three. Okay. <laughs> so number one is always salmon and mashed potatoes with a Caesar salad. Or mm. salmon and mac and cheese with a Caesar salad. Okay. <laughs> number two is probably... <laughs> Number two is probably steak and lobster. Okay. But I'm trying to stay away from beef right now. So okay. <laughs> seafood is amazing right now. Okay. But I got to go for number three, fried chicken. That is the ultimate the thing. Yeah, I got to have fried chicken. Um, Well, actually, I can eat fried chicken every day. But <laughs> I, I know that it's not, I know it's not healthy, but right. it's like something that I, because I, you know, like even when it's like Christmas dinner, Thanksgiving, yeah. I don't know much care about the ham the turkey and all that if we got fried chicken and mac and cheese i'm fine so that's usually what i what i eat okay okay um well i want to honor your time and i thank you so so very much um for taking time out of your day especially everything that just transpired today um in your life um i really really appreciate it tell people where they can find you um how they can you know get in contact with you and all that good stuff Yeah, so you guys can follow me on all social media platforms at MyAsiaSimone. That's M-I-Asia and Simone with a Y. Um, And I respond to DMs. And feel free to reach out if you She does. She responds to DMs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
um, feel free. Like if, if there's ever a moment, I'm very transparent. Um, I don't mind helping, uh, you know, you, you know, move a step forward in whatever it is that you want to achieve. Even if you just need somebody to talk to or you need some advice, I'm here as well. And I really appreciate you for bringing me on. Um, and I know we had to reschedule, but I'm grateful that we were able to actually have this conversation. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, grateful you, for you as well. All right, guys. Um, tune in for the next episode and I'll holla at y'all. Thank you for tuning in to Soul Food Sunday Podcast. I'm your host, Korea, and this is the place where you're going to learn how to think better, how to overcome those nasty negative thoughts, how to really navigate in your zone of genius and figure out what are those blind spots and say, yes, I can still navigate through that too. All right. So one, two, three, let's grow.